three, two, one. Oh my God, that's cold. Wow. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast, presented by fairwaymeatmarket.com. We're the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. We got an uh, electric show for you today. We uh, did some scratch-offs. We called Char- Charlie Barron's. Uh, we surprised him. We didn't tell him we were going to call him. Um, and we talked to him. Or did we talk to him? You never know. Never know. We also interviewed Chris Lane. Yes, country star Chris Lane is on today. And then we wrapped this baby up with some one of my personal favorite segments, uh, Lakin's Complaints. She's always uh, got something that she is uh, bent out of shape about uh, in a good way. Uh, and so I'm excited about that. Before we get into the podcast, we got to talk to you guys about fairwaymeatmarket.com. It's all about the meat. The meat. Holiday season is here, guys. Uh, Dad, he needs that meat. Dad needs that meat. He's the grill master. Uh, We did our Traeger video. He's probably bragging about his Traeger right now to someone. Uh, And you need to give him something to fill that grill with. And Fairway is your place to do it. Um, Dad's the toughest guy to buy uh presents for he's it's like world renowned that it's tough to buy dad's gifts we just have eliminated that stress and pain in your life go to fairwaymeatmarket.com you're going to use code you betcha y-o-u-b-e-t-c-h-a all one word and you're going to get uh i believe 30 bucks off the holiday package which has got uh tenderloin and ribeye and a side dish it's a great uh Great package for, you know, a family get together and all that. Uh, it's just, what is dad? Dad, no one thinks about dad when it comes to, to presents. It's all about the kids, right? Let's give back to dad. Let's go to Fairway, get him a meat package, put it in his stocking. Maybe slide a couple ribeyes in his stocking. <laughs> maybe uh, wrap a couple in one and then maybe a side dish in another one. <laughs> and he's just going to be like, it's a gift that keeps on giving. All of a sudden, dad's not crabby at Christmas anymore. Dad's the happiest guy ever. He's waking up, and then next Christmas, whenever inevitably you get him another meat package, he's going to wake up so chipper on Christmas morning. <laughs> and, and, you know, classic dad. He's not chipper until he gets his coffee. <laughs> he doesn't need coffee on Christmas morning if he knows Fairway's in his stocking or presents. And so go to fairwaymeatmarket.com. Get a meat package, the holiday package. Use code YouBetcha for uh, 30 bucks off plus free shipping. I forgot to add that. And uh, get Dad the gift that he truly, truly wants this year. Guys, let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my... Oh, my God, that's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hello, and welcome back to episode 96 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guys. 
guys, multiple. I am Ryan the T-shirt, guys. Let's keep that in. Just keep going. <laughs> um, there's multiple multiple of me right now, apparently. Uh, Black Friday is making you kind of schizophrenic, multiple personalities. So yeah. there's a bunch of Ryan the T-shirt guys in there. Um, yeah, no, we'll leave that in there. We'll roll with it. Uh, guys, <laughs> before we get into the show, I just got to tell you, it's Wednesday. It's December 9th, and the merch closes down tonight. Tonight at midnight, you're not going to be able to get any more of the Black Friday merch to guarantee it by Christmas. So go check out ohyoubetcha.com uh, for all the coldest merch in the Midwest. Ooh, um, you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, Miles, I need this. This is really it, it's scratching an itch for me. Oh, uh, pun gra- intended. Uh, uh, great segue, Ryan. How yeah. long have you been thinking of that one all morning? Uh, j- just right away. Oh, okay. it just came to the top of mind. I'm usually a deep thinker and well, have to come th- up with those in advance. Th- thank you, Ryan, the T-shirt guys. Thank, for uh, that segue. Thanks, Miles. You bet you guys. Um, uh, so we are trying out some new segments here on this uh, podcast. And uh, basically, what's more electric than gambling? Uh, Ryan, you're a big gambler. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not a big sports gambler like maybe Tyler or Ryan is. Uh, Tyler, are you a sports gambler? I am officially a sports gambler as of the Double Bogey Show episode this week. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey. Nice little uh, plug there. You have to check out his uh, sports betting uh, excursion on Double Bogey Show this week. First try ever. There we go. Tyler's going to get on a heater right away. I uh, So this is going to be a quick. I'm feeling hot right now in terms of gambling. I bought a box of uh, football cards, Mm -hmm. 2019 Prisms. Yeah. You don't know them. Uh, (laughs) I, I uh, I pulled all the packs, you know, to see what I get. I pulled two autographed Kyler Murray cards in the same box, so that will never happen ever again, and it's got to be a mistake by Prism. So I'm feeling good, and that's why today we are going to be doing – I'm going to be doing some scratch-offs. We got three of them here. They're all – they're $20 one. They said, we got to go big or go home. If we're going to get into this gambling thing – what do we do if I win $500,000? Oh. I feel like that's what everyone does when they buy one scratch-off ticket. They're like, what am I going to do when I'm rich after I scratch this ticket? <laughs> um, okay. Winning numbers, same thing, right? Scratch, entire play area. Matching your numbers to the winning numbers. Um, reveal a money sign. You win that prize instantly. Reveal $50 symbol. You win 50 instantly. 5X symbol five times. All okay, right. Hey, maybe change this one up a little bit. Scratch it differently. Get some different juju on this scratch off. Maybe go numbers first and then reveal yours. Ooh. Uh, that would hurt my brain. And I would or, miss well, or so go from bottom first. to top uh, on the number list. Uh, on the scratching, yeah. I'll go a snake pattern up yep. and down. There we go. Yep. Okay. So first lucky number is 33. Second is 34. 11. We're getting a lot of 11s. Tyler's 12. lucky number 13 at the pig wheel. And 33. Yeah. I hit on 13 and yep. 33. 27 and 29. All right. We ready? <sighs> We're going to go snake. 39. Son of a bitch. Uh, seven. No, no go. A lot of numbers. Four. Left. 10. <sighs> three. No go. Give me that 11. Give me that 11. 41. Nothing so far. Not even close. Uh, snake draft. Ooh, I almost yep. messed up the juju. 36. Nothing. Classic. 28. Nothing. 32. Nothing. nothing. 
46 nothing. 30 31. All right, we're down to Give two. Give me something to work with. <sighs> we need to we need to get something going here. How are you 21. How, How are you am I feeling? At halftime right now. Um I am feeling hopeful is is the thing. Do you feel is, lucky? So, here's the thing, Tyler. We talk on the Rage and Work Holics podcast. We talk on the Twitch stream all the time. My personal mentality is all I need is a chip and a chair at the table, and I got a shot to win the game, to win the poker game. Mm-hmm. If this was a poker game, I got my chip in my hand, and I'm sitting in a chair. <laughs> so I always got a There's shot a to win this, baby. So that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling hopeful. 27. Oh, we got we it. Hit. What did we hit? How much? 25. We made five bucks on this one Let's so go. far. There Let's we go. Great time for the chip in a chair. Chip in a chair. chair speed. Baby. What did I say? Ah. What did I say? Chip in a chair. Big. Maybe next time we'll just do one scratch off. Yeah, one or two. Four was a lot. Got a little long there, but mm-hmm. you know, hopefully you're still with us. Or we'll just cut out all of the boring stuff and maybe just cut in mm-hmm. all of the all of the wins. You know, I got today. That's the hype though. Is <laughs> it went from know. a long segment to a thirty second segment? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so. We're actually right now. We're gonna do a segment that we like to call "Let's Surprise Charlie Barons" and just see what happens. <laughs> uh, we do have a backup segment if he doesn't answer, but he better fucking answer. Has it been a while since you've talked to him? So, like, when he sees your call, uh, oh. we've exchanged texts, but I okay. haven't uh, actually talked to him. So, should I let him know that we're he's on the podcast? Like the first five minutes, just let not let him know. Um, give him like thirty seconds, oh, yeah. Yeah. and then tell him. Toy toy with him a little bit. Um. We do have a backup in case he big times us. All right. Miles, if you had a second person to call, who would it be? Uh, my mom. Oh, she would answer. All right, here be, we go. She'd expose you, Ryan. Charlie, a better answer. He's probably just waking up. Yeah, he's probably just rolling out of bed. <laughs> Easy day for Charlie. We need to get a bird watching update. That's what this is about. <laughs> yeah. He's going to big time me. He's going to big time me. If he answered, like, Miles. <laughs> What's up, guy? Big time. Busy. God. Sleeping. Big time. You're Something. not busy at 1130 on a Wednesday. And we oh, can't even leave him a course. voicemail because it's not even set up. Classic. What if you actually like, change his number and didn't tell me? <laughs> Classic. classic. Watch, he's gonna call you on segment three. Yeah, and then, hey, where are classic uh, Charlie Barron's just way too famous. He's way too big for us now that he got his bluegrass album to get hit number five. <laughs> uh, he's a big, he's a big bluegrass star now. He just doesn't have time for us. So bluegrass and bird watching. Tough look for Mr. Charlie Barron's. Uh, not answering. Well, it's actually probably a tougher look for us. So. <laughs> Uh, it's just tough look all around That's, for everyone. This is a tough yeah. look. Scratch offs. No, n- Charlie not answering. Um, but I think Charlie is best when he is surprised. So that's I why I agree. wanted to do it. That's why I didn't give him a heads up. Um, but to wrap up this first segment here, we do have uh, some reviews. So we asked you guys to give uh, us a review on the podcast, five star, whatever you think we deserve, um, because it helps us and it helps our podcast grow. So um, we're going to read a few of those reviews right now. Mm-hmm. This first one is absolutely electric. And uh, hiding it. Uh, you'll know in a sec. <laughs> Ryan. I didn't send this one to you, Ryan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this fair. says, okay, so this is by Marcus5718. 
Five star review. It says easy five stars. I would like to start this by saying I do not ever write reviews. Yada yada. Because we asked so nicely. Uh, I do want to say one thing. <laughs> oh, God. I do want to say one thing. Please scratch the motivational moments with Ryan, the t-shirt guy. I wanted to jerk the wheel and go right into a utility pole. I knew exactly Thanks. where this was going. Keep up the great work. <laughs> <laughs> the first segment uh. we do that's totally tailored for Ryan Someone says they w- wanted to jerk the wheel of their car and wrap it around a utility pole. That's that's just a roller coaster of a review. I think that's, <laughs> I, but I think he's what he means is he was so hyped up after that uh, that he he didn't want to scrap it. Um, all I have to say is that now that segment, this segment is now called the demotivational moments <laughs> yeah. with Miles. I'm with so Marcus. Sorry. Demotivational moments with Marcus five one eight. You know what though? Five seven one six, I believe. If people Four aren't ta- if people aren't talking about you though, that means that you're, you're <laughs> yeah, doing that's something true. wrong. That's um, true. All that right. just fuels you, the fire in me even more. You got a good one, Ryan, that you can read? Uh I do, yeah. Let's um, hear it. This one is from <laughs> Gigglemania One. Gigglemania. Um, great name. Uh title of the review is Awesome Podcast uh, Five Star. Also for a comedy podcast, if Gigglemania One is commenting five stars. They clearly do a lot of work with laughter. He's a giggle, mm-hmm. giggle monster. So clearly they know what they're talking about. Uh, so Giggle Mania, uh, five-star review, he's got to say it. This is a super great podcast. I love listening to it every week. It's super entertaining. Awesome job by you three, even though sometimes I would like to punch Ryan and Miles in the face. <laughs> in parentheses, it would be out of love, but great job. Kay, love you. You is- notice who they don't want to punch in the face? Me. Yeah, that's because they like, oh, he's got a kid. He like needs to be like, and all other stuff. So one guy wants Again, to punch me in the face. The other guy wants to wrap his car around a light pole. This is looking tough. tough look right now. Uh, here's the thing, though. <laughs> Nothing is more relatable than being like, like this guy might be our best friend mm-hmm. because... There's nothing more that you want to do with your best friends than punch them in the face right. at times. Every once in a while, they just say something that's like either so dumb or just bugs you in a weird way, and you just want to punch your you friend. You literally want to just punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's honestly what I believe this podcast is all about. <laughs> yeah. We say a bunch of stupid shit that makes our listeners want to punch us in the face. And if <laughs> you don't like that, then you're probably at the wrong podcast. That should be our new description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that my mom wants to punch you in the face, Ryan, when you get all the facts wrong. Your mom, your sister, everybody. Yeah. Even though she she can never nail down what facts I've gotten wrong. Oh. So Are you what? calling out Miles' mom on I am. the podcast? I am. All right, mom. An eye for an eye. Mom, we might have to throw hands with Ryan. Uh this one is Kevin. This next review is Kevin three seven three seven three seven three seven three seven three six three six three six three. Great name, Kevin. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, this is a cold podcast. First time I listened to the podcast, my speakers froze up. In parentheses, two hundred dollar accident. So not to fucking brag by <laughs> Kevin. Nice yeah. by Kevin. He's like, oh, I'm rich. I can afford two hundred dollar speakers. Uh, but he said it's worth it. Appreciate it. Um, Kevin, you know, f- great flex about the speakers there. Yeah, you got to add in the not to brag though. Yeah, that's one party did forget not to brag. Uh, I think we got one more, don't you? do we? R- yeah, Ryan? I got another good one. Um, I'm gonna end it with this one, you guys. This is uh, titled "Refreshing," and this is from Homegirl MN, five star review. I started listening to this. Podcast. Oh, Charlie Barons is calling. Do we answer? Yes. We, we big time them. 
Do we answer? We, ah, we'll answer. We got to answer. answer. Okay, it. here we go. Hey, Charlie. Hey there, fella. What's going on? Oh, uh, not much. Just hanging out. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just, you know, cutting a video. You get, sound like you got a smile on your face. How did you know? You know me so well. So you are now, Charlie, welcome. You are live on the You Betcha Radio podcast. Um, oh, jeez. I knew you were going to do this to me. Oh, <laughs> hey, golly. Charles. This was, uh, we already ran you through the mud by not answering us and then not being allowing us to leave a voicemail by not even having the voicemail inbox set up. Yeah, I'm not setting that shit up. No way. <laughs> I, I, I start getting a lot of weird messages, actually, that, so what happened was I think Facebook put my number online or something. And so I got somebody asking me, you know, there's that old Johnsonville commercials like, like Charlie, I, I forget how it goes, but it, it, cooking is Johnsonville brats. And I would get a message every day about that. And I would also get a message from these other, I think they were high school kids. Um, you sound like I, an old man. Those dang high school kids keep throwing eggs at my house. Well, they, they were asking, first of all, they were asking which fishing baits I use, which is fine, but they would never leave a callback number and I would have called them back. <laughs> uh, so anyway, long story short, I got rid of that number. That's well, yeah. So wait, or not the number I got rid of my voicemail. <laughs> okay. I, I was spacing out. Sorry. Okay. No, you're good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we call the segment. Let's surprise Charlie Barron's. Um, I figured that's I, I love it. Yeah, I I think this is the best way to get a hold of you. We need a bird watching update for the listeners. It's been okay. a while. Yeah, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, no, did you have a follow up question, or do you want me to take it from there? Well, I want first want the update, and then I want to know what the difference is in the winter birds because I, as we all know, birds fly south in the winter. Has it gotten a little stagnant watching birds? You know, Miles, I'm glad you asked, and actually, I got some new cannon. Uh, binoculars. They're very nice. They come with batteries. And uh, you can even, uh, they have a little night, uh, I think it's a night vision aspect. I haven't figured it out. I honestly don't know what the batteries are for yet, but it's a really nice thing. And uh, so here's the deal. Here's what I'll tell you about what I've been seeing in the skies. The eyes in the skies, that'd be me. So obviously we've had a lot of Canadian geese coming through, okay? Now, uh, you see the geese, the thing about the geese, you look up at the sky and typically uh, geese are gonna fly in a bee, okay? And you gotta remember that geese mate for life too. That's an important part of the story. Now, when you look up and you see a, a pack of geese flying and sometimes you see that's not really a bee, that's kind of a broken bee. You know why that is, Miles? I was actually going to ask you, why do they have one tail longer than the other tail on the V? And I'm glad you asked that question. And that's because, uh, you know, some somebody was sitting out there in a goose blind and uh, shot one of them. Okay. And so they says, oh. you know, this, this is a symbol of our uh, opposition to hunting. The geese are saying this, not me. I'd, I'd hunt geese. Actually, I typically don't hunt geese because they mate for life. Did I tell you that? So, you know, <laughs> you did. But, but here's the real question with geese. They all look the same. So do they really mate for life? Can they really know that? Because they all look the same. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a human and they're a goose, but they all look the same. So maybe they're swingers and we don't know. These are complicated <laughs> questions. Someone has to answer them. Uh, it's not going to be me, but let me continue on. The geese are putting on a protest, 
with all their broken Vs, okay? And what they're saying... <laughs> just I'm out on the deck at Max's house and I just saw the person oh no that might have been Max he opened the window I think someone shut their window they were sick of listening to me I don't know why you have your window open right now anyway long story short it's a protest in the sky they're saying if you want to see a perfect flying V mighty duck style except we're talking about geese then don't shoot us out of the sky you know and and it's very simple but you know they are the sirloin of the sky as I said so it's oh. a tough one to go. Sirloin of the sky. Are you coining that or has other people coined that? You know, I'm sure I've actually said that about pheasant before. So we'll call him the ribeye of the sky. Still right. <laughs> okay. There so, you go. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're saying that if one side is completely gone, it means that that whole side of the thing just got blasted. Yeah. If, if you're looking at a flying one, that's bad news bears for that flying <laughs> geese, you know? Yeah, and uh, it, it's a flying tragedy, is what it is. Uh, and as I said, they mate for life, so uh, don't forget that. Allegedly, oh, yeah, I didn't hear life. you say yeah, that. I don't, earlier. I don't know if I brought that up. Actually, I'm looking across the street right now. I don't have my uh, binoculars, but I do see a nest. Now that nest is obviously not occupied, most likely. I don't know who'd be nesting right now, anyway. But it does look like a hawk's nest, and I'm in an interesting part of Milwaukee that I, I, I would not expect to see a, a hawk's nest here, but it is big enough to be a hawk's nest. So, um, you know, uh, we're learning something new every day. And I, this is just a reminder to all your listeners to never leave home without your binoculars, okay? Because now I'm going to be thinking about this. It's going to keep me up at night. And all I had to do is bring my binoculars. I could have gotten clarification on what kind of nest that was and then moved on with my life. Yeah. Not I anymore. Yeah, I think that that is like up there with, uh, you know, stuff that everyone should know. It should be how to do your taxes. It should be. Uh, and then right next to it is just never leave home without your binoculars. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe we should make an ugly Christmas sweater that says that. Bring your binoculars. Have we? Yeah, exactly. Have we plugged your Christmas sweaters on this yet? Uh, we, we are right now. That. Yeah. Hey, get them now because USPS may not deliver next week, folks. Okay. Uh, we're, we switched to UPS now. We uh, we'll get it there on time. Okay, you can get all those ugly sweaters on mantalkminute.com. <laughs> and uh, here, Tyler, this is for the voiceover. Oh, you betcha.com. You can just dub it oh, over. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> by the way, dude. By the way, I retweeted your tweet about us in the bar, and after I retweeted it, I noticed you uh, censored out the Miller Lite. <laughs> that beer is the pride of Milwaukee, and I'll have you know, I didn't unretweet it because I have respect for you as an individual. I don't know why. Also, is getting good uh, organic traction on my channel, but... Uh, you know, I just want to let you know that's disrespectful to the greatest I, beer city. I have no idea what world. you were just referring to. I'm going to have to go check it again. Oh, okay. You yeah. don't know what I'm referring to. I know what the I'll photo is. I didn't right I didn't now, see so. the the said black bars that you were talking about on it. So yeah, you, you put the bars the, those bars that people put over their uh, uh hooters and stuff on, <laughs> on Cinemax movies. You put them over the Miller Lights. Oh, yeah. I'll have to check it out. I don't recall, but uh Charles, thanks for uh, actually calling us back. Um, oh, we're wrapping up? Yeah. We're wrapping up? Why? I want someone to edit all of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, so are, I... Uh, are we live right now? Are people dropping off? 
Yeah, dude, we're losing viewership and listeners like, uh, uh, yeah, they're dropping off like geese flying in a flying V, you know? Okay, okay. Great callback. Great yes. callback. Very yes. disrespectful to the geese, but we'll, we'll let it go. So the last thing I'll say, Charles, is did you know that geese mate for life? I did actually know geese mate for life, yeah. and and But the, the, the question Allegedly. is, Miles, Miles, you and I should do a video where we're both dressed as geese. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. And oh, mating yeah. for life. And then it's, it's happening. Like, and then we can talk about all the good ones that we lost that were on the left side of the V. We're, the, yes. we're, we're right. We're yes. on the right side of the V. Dude, this is our next big video. It's like a yes. left and right Twix action going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We can talk about how we both lost our lovers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. We could probably then, talk then, about how we mate for life. We'll, we'll definitely talk about that. I, I, I hope you're serious about this. I will bug you about this as much as I bugged you about the cow deer video until you agree to do it. Yeah, I think it's going to be tougher to find a, a goose costume. Nope, I'm online right now. Order it too. All right. Yeah, you're going to need to order a couple sizes bigger for me, though. Remember that. I got you a medium. That's going to make it all the better. That'll fit perfect. Yeah. Okay, real good. All right. All right, well, you guys have fun. Everyone watch out for deer, okay? Yeah, tell your folks we says hi. Okay, yeah, tell your folks we says hi, okay? Okay. All right. All right, right. Good. Bye-bye. All right, Charlie called us back. What a great segment. Um, next, we actually have a phenomenal guest that I'm excited about because I've been listening to his music for a long time. Um, he most recently had a huge hit. In his song, Big Big Plans, it was a song about his now wife. Um, basically used the song to propose. Uh, what a jerk, making us all guys look bad. The fact that we, uh, I can't write a song to propose, you know. He, like He took us? the bar and he raised it so far above our heads that we'll never be able to reach it. Like literally, uh, Vince Carter couldn't jump and touch that right. bar. Um, in his prime, Vince Carter mm-hmm. in his prime when mm-hmm. he was doing the honey dip dunk. You know what I'm talking about, Ryan? I feel like I, I set the bar pretty high with my proposal. You guys wouldn't know, though. <laughs> oh, God, here we you go. You guys wouldn't know anything did about you, that. Did you write a country billboard number one hit? Yeah. I might have played it in the background. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Help me out. Uh, so Chris Lane, very decorated country star, um, and uh, he was a fun guy to talk to. So here is our interview with Chris Lane. Before we get into our interview with Chris Lane, guys, we got to talk to you, as always, about holiday gas stations. Ryan and I are uh, drinking some holiday coffee as we speak. We are well caffeinated. Mm-mm-mm. God, so good. So good. If you have any other gas station coffee, it just doesn't hold a, even just the slightest of light to uh, to holiday coffee. It's fresh ground right there. Uh, in front of you with those new machines that they got, fancy yeah. machines. Yep. Uh, touchscreen machines, may I add. Touchscreen. You can see the beans being ground right there in front of you. Um, and I imagine, too, Tyler, scratch-off podcast here. Oh, yeah. You could probably get a couple couple two-tree scratchies uh, at holidays if, if you're in the right state, right? Yeah, then you just got to perfect your holiday parking lot scratching ritual. Yes, yep. you need to develop a ritual. Um, and I think holiday understands that. So no one's going to wonder what you're doing. Mm-hmm. They're going to, they're going to know you're there for some coffee and some scratch offs. Um, and that's what I love about holiday is you can get scratch offs. You can get coffee. 
You can get your gas filled. You can get a car wash. You can get lunch. You can get dinner. You can get breakfast. You can get caffeinated in other ways. Just the whole thing. What can't you do? All of life is in holiday. Literally, your entire life exists in a holiday gas station. Um, So (laughs) go to your local holiday station. Get yourself a cup of joe. Get caffeinated for this Chris Lane interview. Guys, we would love to welcome on Chris Lane to the podcast. Chris, how are you doing, man? What's up, buddy? I'm doing well, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Uh, I actually, this is going to be an interesting way to start this out. Uh, we had Ernest Ernie on the, the podcast a few weeks ago. Um, I know he's a, he's a buddy of yours. Yeah. But I did tell him that I have a bone to pick with you and him. Wow, what happened? So, okay, you guys co-wrote the your song Big Big Plans, right? Yeah. You guys are making me look bad here. You guys are setting an unattainable standard for the rest of us. Uh, I can't live up to that that song. You literally are like every my girlfriend was like Chris Lane. You seen his new song? It's the cutest thing ever. He's the he's he's the best husband all this stuff and I'm like doggone it chris lane what's going on yeah man well i appreciate that man uh honestly yeah it was kind of like a last minute uh thing that we did you know when Ern and i wrote that song with another buddy of ours uh i think it took us three times to finally write it because we, we didn't know how we wanted to end the song go to go and i just said well i do plan on proposing you know in the next couple months maybe we could write a proposal in there and i kid you not within four seconds Ern literally said right now we're back and I, I told him exactly how i was going to do it and he literally freestyled it out he said right now we're back in her hometown and i'm down on one knee i guess she finally figured out i'm gonna ask her to marry me it was literally that simple it was the craziest thing that's so cool and then i yeah. just uh yeah I, I planned on using that song and uh did it there in her parents backyard in portland and i'm yeah. thankful she said yeah because that'd have been really awkward yeah 100 percent. she she couldn't say no at that point you you set yourself up pretty good there i think uh are you aware at how like how people melted about that you you know how like yeah that was like the perfect way to do that right oh did that um a because i feel like there were so many moving parts you know i had to fake the fact that her and i had started doing the way i got it all on video was I had asked her, hey, I was on tour with Brad Paisley and we, my my video, videographer was out on the road with us at the time. And we were all the way up in Washington and, and the next day was Father's Day, it was that Sunday. And we said, she's from Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Sorry, I literally cannot talk this morning. It's good. She's it's from good. Portland, Oregon. And I just basically said, hey, since we got our vid- videographer here, why don't we get uh, some shots of us with your family we had planned on starting this youtube thing and uh that we never did and i kind of convinced her to say all right yeah that way we don't have to make an extra trip we'll go ahead and get some shots with your family so that's how i got a camera in there to film the whole thing without her knowing what exactly was going to happen but uh yeah incredibly nervous to do it i i I was fine going into it but that moment i was about to take her hand and walk out to the yard i actually blacked out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I believe that, uh, you know, I couldn't imagine, you know, it was probably a good move for you to just play the song rather than actually perform it live. Cause that would have been way more nerve wracking, right? Oh my gosh. I would have been really nervous. Yeah. 
honestly, she's so used to me bringing home demos uh, from rights that I write every day and just playing it for her and, and getting her opinion. So I kind of approached it in that way as if it was just, you know, a normal song that I was bringing home and that I just got back from a producer that I was writing with. And uh, I, I did, however, say in that third verse, as it was approaching, because that was the one I really needed her to listen to with the proposal in it. I, I whispered in her ear, I said, baby, I need you to listen to this verse. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so she wasn't zoned out when, I, when you know, yeah. the proposal happened. Yeah, uh, that's her favorite verse now, too, I imagine. I hope it better be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I just remember seeing it everywhere on on Instagram, social media, stuff like that, and that was kind of a whirlwind. Um, and obviously, she was uh, a part of the Bachelor Nation, as uh, they would call it. What was that like being kind of engulfed in that community? Because I know that the Bachelor fans are they're intense, man, right? Yeah, well, I will say the Bachelor Nation that that is a real real thing. Um, you know, my wife's been off the show for, I mean, good Lord, it's probably been five years at this point, maybe six years. But, uh, you know, I met her right when she came off the show roughly four years ago, four and a half years ago, something along those lines. And, um, you know, we became friends just randomly at an iHeart uh, radio music event and yep. kept in touch over those four years just sporadically and, uh, I was taking a trip to the Bahamas with a few buddies of mine and randomly asked her if she wanted to go. And honestly, that's kind of how it all started. You know, we hadn't really hung out uh, that much before that. A trip to the Bahamas is a pretty solid first date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to pull out all the stops. But uh, dude, you're literally the standard just keeps getting higher and higher for me here. This is uh, this is getting tougher. You're just setting a precedent, man, uh, which <laughs> Which is, uh, and I think it's actually really cool that you have kind of fused your relationship and your career and they kind of now overlap quite a bit. Um, and I think that's a really cool way. Not a lot of people can pull that off. Um, so that's, that's really cool, which segues here. This is kind of the last part of, we'll talk about some more stuff after this, but um, it's a segment that we uh, do a lot here on this podcast. It's called Relationship Advice with Chris Lane. Yeah, um, you know we we do it all the time. The the segment relationship advice with Chris Lane. So first question is how do you how do you pull a girl from the Bachelor? <laughs> um, that's a great. You know what? I had to work. I had to really work for it. Um, she she definitely made me work for it. I had to uh, when we were leaving the Bahamas there. I I don't think she was thinking we were going to be more than friends because honestly we were, basically it was just we were friendly the whole time. You know what I mean? And when we left, I thought, man, I want to spend some more time with her. I had so much fun. Yep. I FaceTimed her every day. I, I didn't just call. I didn't just text. None of that. I FaceTimed her every day for several months and just kept really working my way in there, working my way in there until it finally just happened. Okay. So step number in, one. Yeah. You got to put in the work. <laughs> step number one, put in the work. Um, st but uh, before step number one, you got to get the phone number of a girl from The Bachelor and FaceTime her every single day is what you're saying. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. I, I think that's probably the hardest part right there. Um, and so then the second thing here needs some advice on this. I can't carry a tune. I can't sing. 
obviously number one best way to propose to a gal is by writing a song, having it blow up and having the entire world know that uh, you're doing this proposal. What's the next best proposal? Would you say? If I can't sing. If you can't sing next best proposal. That's a tough getting, get, getting someone else to sing, maybe. Honestly, yes. That, that's a can, that would be a great. That's probably honestly even better. <laughs> can Find I can who I, her favorite artist is and ask them if they'll come sing uh, her favorite okay. song? There we go. Uh, or if if you don't if you can't do that, I'll you just pretend like I wrote the song "Big Big Plans" and then it's good to go. There you go. Right? That, yeah. That'd be a perfect way to do it. <laughs> um. So one thing that I've noticed about you is, well, first of all, like you're like, th- like one of the hottest guys in country music, like actually like physically hot. Like you're just, you're just smoking hot, dude. There's, you, you, there's no way around that. Dude, and, hey, I'll take it. I appreciate that. Yeah. And so you basically the next- literally laughing while she's doing dishes back there. <laughs> right. but, but seriously, you, you, uh, and so my next question is for guys like me, I mean, right now I'm literally wearing winter Crocs, you know, like the Crocs with the lining in it, sweatpants, a sweatshirt. How do I get hotter? Because I think that's also an obstacle that I'm, that I'm going against here. How's no, one, is it my fashion? Like, what do I need to do? I think, I think your fashion's on point. You got Crocs, <laughs> the sweats. I mean, that's kind of like the outfit of 2020, you know, <laughs> that's true. That's 2020 hot, right? That's 2020 hot. Yes. 100% Crocs. And yeah. And obviously you're one of the hottest uh, guys in country music. Honey, you heard that, didn't you, baby? uh, (laughs) But uh, I got to bring it down a couple notches here. You're only the (laughs) fourth. You're the only the fourth hottest Chris in the world, though. Wow. And the other Chris's. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, and then probably you. So Dude. I would say you're, you're on you're on Mount Rushmore though, so that's hey, cool. The fact that I would even be considered in your mind and any of that group with those guys, uh, I will 100% take. Yeah, and uh, you can tell uh, Lauren that uh, this was all me. You did you not send you you did not send me this information to say out loud, so she hears it on here. This is all me right here, so it's it's true. It's how we feel. She can hear you, and she is just cracking up while she's washing <laughs> dishes. That's awesome. So uh, that, that concludes our relationship advice with Chris Lane. Uh, you heard it here. And, Hold up, uh, yeah. The, uh, so you got some new music, too, right? You, you came out with a, a new single, uh, Hold You Tonight. Can you tell me a little bit about that and kind of how that came about? Yeah, so um, – a DJ, his name's Griffin, um, yep. another artist, uh, does a lot of uh, pop songs in the pop world, but uh, kind of crossover into country. We had this song, uh, me and Ern actually were a writer on the song as well. Uh, to he just kind of asked me if we wanted to do it together, and I'd never done anything like that before, kind of in the EDM world. Um, yep. And I feel like the EDM slash country song has been working together like they turn out to be uh super cool and yeah i was just pumped to kind of jump on the song be a writer on it and and uh the sad part is i've never been able to perform it live because we put it out during the quarantine and uh yeah i can't wait to get out there and it's how, got great how, energy to it. how cool is it going to be though when you play that 
you know, for the first time in front of a live crowd. I mean, it's kind of like a pent up energy, right? Man, I bet that first show back, I bet the energy is going to be insane. Like, I cannot wait for that moment. Uh, the sad part is we don't know when that moment's going to be. Just kind of yeah. wait out, you know? Yeah. What, you know, obviously live concerts are some of the most electric environments. It, you know, I I compare it to... You know, a lot of people will compare concerts and live performances like that to, you know, big time football games and stuff like that. And and you're an athlete. Um, you you are a big baseball guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I played what? football and baseball growing up and then played college baseball and honestly assumed that I was going to move on after college and, and play professionally. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so I got what's a better rush? Is it live on stage or hitting a dinger over the fence? I will say, uh, I honestly believe in my heart, probably the, the rush from being on stage, there's honestly nothing like it, especially with the song that you've written and the crowd singing every word back to you is, is truly the best feeling in the world. Yeah, I believe that. And speaking of songs that you have written, I actually myself has, have become somewhat of a disting dis distinguished songwriter in Nashville. I've never been to Nashville, but... I, uh, I'm, I'm working my way into being a songwriter, uh, and I've been pitching some song ideas to, uh, to artists. And, uh, so I got a few for you today. Is it cool if I pitch them to you? Let's go, man. I let's, can't wait to hear. Yeah. This is like shark tank of, of songwriting here. <laughs> All right. So the first one, very popular to put out a uh, Christmas album, right? Yes. I think next year we kind of missed the boat this year, but I think next year, you should plan for a Thanksgiving album, do a little switch up. Man, and uh, the song, the title song on there would be Big Big Pants. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. So you, you eat too much and you got to, uh, you got some big, big pants that you got to put on. Were you, were you able to uh, get any, get any lyrics down for that? Um, that was maybe a little workshop thing we were going to do together. Okay. Um, but you know, we can, we can workshop that. You got any in mind right off the top of your head? I mean, the title stands out. That's for sure. I mean, we don't have to change the beginning of the song. We're in your hometown, back in your hometown. It's Christmas or uh, Thanksgiving. You're at the family. Yeah. I mean, you can also use some of the same lyrics in the verse there, you know, just look at her sitting there, sweatpants. T-shirt, comfy chair. <laughs> it all makes sense. Hey, honestly, I think all you got to change is big, big pants. And then <laughs> it, the song's basically the same. You didn't even think about that, did you? I agree. That's good. <laughs> yeah, maybe takes away the allure of, like, proposing, I guess, if it's big, big pants. But, you know. Um, <laughs> an so another. Proposing in your big, big pants on uh, on Thanksgiving. Yes. So maybe uh maybe that's the second best way to do it right there. there Next you Thanksgiving, you're at home and you play big big pants and you propose. Are you married yet? I am not. That's well. That's why I need this relationship advice. Okay. I need you're you're the expert here. I got you. Well, there you go. I think you just solidified your plan. <laughs> All right, there we go. Um, my next idea here uh is you have a song called "Take Back Home Girl," right? Um, this is a follow-up to that song. You took your girl home and your mom hated her. And so this is a song for her ex called Take Back Your Old Girl. 
<laughs> what, what do you think? It, man. I think so too. And it's kind of like you, your songs are now turning into ep- episodes almost. What's the next story? It's next story that's going to happen in the next song you put out. Uh, we'll, we'll workshop that again, but tough. You took her home. Mom hated her. Yeah, so she's definitely definitely not doing what the lyrics say and take back home, girl, cooking breakfast with your mama. <laughs> yeah, she, she slept in. Your yeah. mom hated yeah, her. She and slept in. She's not going to do it. Mom yeah. hated her. Okay, this next one, actually, I have wrote an entire song for this, okay? All right. So you're asking about lyrics about big, big plans. I fleshed out all the lyrics in this next song, okay? All right. Um, it is basically a spinoff of the... Uh, hit song this is like a country version of this hit song called tequila yes um whiskey what do you think you can't go wrong with putting whiskey in a country song so i think it could honestly work what do you think of the lyrics to that song i mean the only lyric you said was whiskey right yeah i mean that's it might be the only lyric you need. <laughs> that might be the most country song ever written. It is it, honestly so dumb. It could be genius. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the look. Your face right there just said it all. That right there. I told Tyler, I, I said before, and I'm like, if someone actually put out a tequila version called Whiskey, that would pop. The next th- karaoke hit. The next karaoke hit would be Whiskey. What's your so, go-to karaoke song, man? Uh, go to karaoke song. I actually, you, you say you're a tune with Brad Paisley. One of my favorite songs ever in a bar is actually his song alcohol. Oh yeah. You can't go wrong I, with that. One. I love that song. I don't know why it just is kind of stuck in my head and, and uh, it's, it's an easy song. song, easy song to just belt while you're, uh, Oh, sorry. Actually my favorite country song, our uh, favorite karaoke song is one of yours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I forgot that late. I forgot that that's what my answer was supposed to be. No, you're too late. You're too late. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, no, actually, one of my favorite songs that you have is actually Fishing. Uh, that song just is, Appreciate you know, su- yeah, summer. You're 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 driving. Uh, you're driving to the lake. Bump that song. Windows down. I love Heck, that. Man. Yeah, that song. As the kids that. as the kids would say, that song slaps. There we go. Yeah. Um, Last song I got for you here. I've actually been pitching this one around Nashville and I thought I'd give you a shot at it. Um, I had to turn down like Garth. Um, I just didn't think he had the chops to be able to handle this song. Uh, So I'm, I'm still just workshopping it and someone's going to write it. I just have that feeling. I just finding the right guy or gal, I guess probably a guy song though, after you hear it. Uh, (laughs) So uh, this song is, uh, I'm a big Bush Light guy. I, I uh, live and breathe the nectar of the gods. You yeah, you like that? Um, it. it's, yeah, so I'm a big Bush Light guy. And this is about a song about, you know, this girl, you're dating her. And it, it's going well, but you're not crazy about her, right? Um, but her best redeeming quality is that she drinks Bush Light. And uh, so the title of the song is, I like my baby but I love her bush. What, <laughs> what do you think? I mean, that really sticks out. That can yeah. be I know. I've been pitching it, and I'm fine, trying to find the right guy, but 
I love my baby, but I, I love my baby, but I love her bush. No, I like my baby, but I love her bush. Dude, that pops. I know. I the kid would say that slaps. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. I need. I need to hear. Uh, I'm most intrigued about that song. I, I would love to. Uh, at some point, you got to send me some lyrics. All right. To, to <laughs> I like my baby. That one together. To, to I, I love her bush. That one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll write them down. We'll that's, we'll work on it. That's a pretty strong lyric. I, I couldn't agree more. Um yeah, I'll also send you the lyrics for whiskey as well. Okay. Yeah, we can do I, that. I, you need to send that one. I, I've already got it. I'm, oh, okay. I'm surprised it already. Oh, you've been taking notes is what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited about uh, your new song that came out. Um, I think this has been fun. Uh, what do you think the 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 near future looks like for country music? Do you think it's going to get back soon? You think it's going to be another year? You know, what are you feeling? Man, uh, yeah, I, I don't really know, but yeah, I think we're going to get back out there uh, sooner than later. Um, you know, from what we're hearing, we haven't heard, you know, a final date or anything when we can get back out there, but I'm scheduled to go out with, you know, Kane Brown in early March or mid-March, something along those lines. I'm not sure if that's going to happen that early, but maybe it won't be too long after that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the idea of doing like a, you know, like drive-in movie, but a drive-in concert and everyone's just sitting in their car and you're performing live. And then when uh, they're cheering that everyone's honking their horn at you, how would you feel about that? <laughs> that would honestly be the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> but at this point, I haven't played a show in so long that you take it. consider it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone just honking at you. You can't focus. You're just messing up every single song. Yeah. That'd be a nightmare. I guarantee it. But- Dude, I won't be the only one, but I know it's going to happen. By the time we get back to playing, it's going to be so long. All of us are going to be forgetting lyrics and a lot of the songs when we get on stage. It's just going to be a lyric mess up all night long. How often does that happen to uh, to to you guys? I mean, I feel like for me, it happens every night. I always mess lyrics up for some reason. I mean, honestly, I, I, I drink a decent amount of tequila before I get on stage. So it's uh, that might have something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get that. Um, I, uh, I oftentimes forget lyrics to songs when I'm really drunk at the bar. So I, I think we're basically the same there, right? Drunk well, at you, the bar with your buddies. You forget, if you forget the lyrics to your song, whiskey, it's, uh, you're <laughs> <the> evening. <laughs> I think, I think that might be the goal. Sometimes when you go to the bar is, uh, you drink so much whiskey that you try and forget the words to the song whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. That's actually good insight. I, you know, we were kind of, you know, it seems like a lame idea, but we've sure the we've sure been talking about that song a lot. I think that you should give it a second look. Man, you can you got great merch with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just says whiskey across the front, and that's it. Yeah, you just you start a whiskey brand called Whiskey. Yeah. I. What do you think, Tyler? You think we should start a whiskey brand? I'm all in. We got to get the merch team on it right now. Hey, well, I'll text Ryan. Chris, we will let you uh, co-brand with us. You, we'll let you in on that one, even though you're going to write the song and make it famous. We'll let you in on our whiskey brand. All right, deal. Deal. <laughs> uh, the uh, 
kind of the last things to kind of wrap up here, man. This has been fun. I, I, uh, I'm glad that you came on here today. Oh Thanks for having me on, man. Uh, you know, we touched on the fashion thing. Uh, I actually do think that your fashion sense too is, is pretty cool. And, uh, I mean, you're wearing a Carhartt hat today and I got a lot of Carhartt. So I'm starting to think that actually I might be in a good spot. Dude, I used to, uh, before even up to the point when i was getting a record deal and all that kind of stuff in nashville i was still helping my dad do landscaping for a living he still got his business there in north carolina lane and sons landscaping minus the sons are no longer there anymore. <laughs> but uh yeah i mean we we used to wear carhartt every single day when we were out there uh doing all that stuff and yeah i, I love it man it's such a great isn't brand. it crazy how carhartt's like actually become like fashion now yeah, they did come out with like a, I want to say that they tried to come out with like a trendier version of the Carhartt stuff uh, called Carhartt Whip, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, what, what a great brand. And, um, you know, in the country world, it just fits. 100%. It looks cool and, you know, keeps you warm, especially when you do that concert <laughs> yeah. when everyone's in their cars and it's in the middle of winter up here north, you know? Yeah. And we might have to reach out for that right uh, whiskey merch. So we are in Fargo, North Dakota. You ever been to Fargo, North Dakota before? I have been to Fargo, and I cannot. It, it wasn't even that long ago. I don't. I don't believe, but um, I've been there one time. Yeah, you you probably had did a show or something at uh, at one of the venues here or something. Yeah, yeah, I was probably with uh, another artist out on a tour, but yeah, I, I know for sure we went through Fargo. Yeah. It's cold up here. It's getting cold. I want to say it was pretty darn cold. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, last question I got for you. Um, you know, I, I, I was looking up some information for this, for this interview, kind of just a backstory on you. I, it says that you went to a Keith Urban concert and you said, I want to play guitar. And then that's what spurred it. That's like some movie shit right there, man. Like, <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, I went to this concert. I thought it was awesome. And now all of a sudden I am, you know, a country star. That's some movie stuff right there. Yeah. Is that I, true? I, that actually I, happened? I wish it would have been that simple. Um, but yeah, on a, I was definitely inspired by going to some Keith Urban concerts. You know, I grew up going to Kenny Chesney concerts. And uh, I mean, any country concert that came through, I was always a huge fan of. Um, I would go. And yeah, it just kind of inspired me, I guess, really just to learn how to play the guitar. But I was, I had the extra semester in college that I had to go back and finish there in the fall um, to graduate. And since sports was no longer, you know, I, I'd finished my four years of baseball. And at that point, I had a lot of downtime during the, the day after my classes because I only had, I only needed uh, two classes to finish. So, lot of time on my hands and at that point i just started learning how to play the guitar uh and then when i graduated moved back home started doing the landscaping thing and uh yeah just just started figuring out how to sing and play at the same time and became really passionate about that and to make a long story short uh started a cover band in north carolina just for fun and then uh several years into that started writing my own music man and uh you know everything kind of took off from there. Then I ended right. up with a record deal and songs on the radio. And, uh, now I'm about to, uh, 
be on my sixth single now. It's crazy how it that's all so cool. And obviously, there's a lot of hard work and grit and all it, of that that goes in between. Hey, I went to a Keith Urban concert. I think I'm interested in guitar and being a country star. You know, there's a lot of other stuff in there, but I think that that's kind of a crazy, uh, crazy thing that that inspired you. Lots of lots of lots of uh, terrible shows. Nobody there. You know, just I mean, hard hard times in in the midst of all that. But uh, feels good. I tell you what, feels good to work hard for something and to see it pay off in the end. And, yeah, and fingers, it, it, fingers crossed it continues to do so. Yeah, it's like uh, it's way better to to fail a bunch of times that and then all of a sudden you get a big victory like that's so much sweeter. It's kind of like what we were saying, like that the first concert back, you're going to be way more amped about than maybe uh, one that was in the middle of a tour like before this all happened. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's going I cannot wait for that moment. It's going to be awesome. I believe it. Well, Chris, I appreciate you uh, coming on and uh, spending some time hearing my hearing my ideas, pitching Man, it to I you. Love the ideas, stick um, with it. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll 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 try and get you some lyrics here coming up. And <laughs> uh, uh, if you guys, if you haven't uh, taken a listen to his new single that's out right now, uh, hold you tonight. It is. I, I I've been listening to it. I love it and. Uh, uh, you can find it anywhere you stream also. Uh, and so appreciate it, man. It's been fun. Heck yeah, man. Thank you very much for having me on. All right, y'all. That was our interview with Chris Lane. Uh, what a great guy. Uh, also very hot guy. Very. Lakin, you think Chris Lane's a hot guy? Yeah, I think he's hotter than Chris Pratt, which is. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Battle Jumped him up. He's mm-hmm. third hottest Chris in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But he's on your Mount Rushmore then. Yep, definitely. Okay. All right. Lakin, it's been a while. It's been too long in my mind. Uh, we initially did this segment. Uh, how many podcasts ago, Tyler? Five or six, probably. Five or six. Um, I have been excited to get it back going because uh, I think that your perspective on life is electric at times, Lakin. <laughs> at times. And, and all the time. Well, all, all the time. But mostly when you have a bone to pick, <laughs> like you are the uh, the queen of uh, you're the queen of, I would say, not like complaining because that sounds lame. But like you when you are passionate about something and it's gotten under your skin, <laughs> you're going to let everyone know. Spaz. About it. Yeah, we'll call you the resident spaz then, like, yeah. in the best way possible. And I'm just so, right away. I'm looking at the what it's she a has long list today. It's, it's fine. It's, it's okay. Fine. That's it's what a, we're not, here for. It's it's a long list today. I'm gonna switch it up. It's not gonna be about everyone. It's, oh yeah. So we have some follow ups that we have to talk about. But, okay, yeah. Okay. Let's let's get the housekeeping <laughs> quick out of the way. Tyler yes. fart spray yep. update. Well, inventory has gone low on that, therefore that has gotten low. So good job, Tyler. And I even when we did have fart spray around, like I noticed that you were using less of it. So good job. I heard your complaints. I took them <laughs> to heart and I and I used your yep. your direction. Yeah. Ten out of uh, ten for Tyler. What what about the complaint you had about me? What was that again? Oh, we'll get to you. Um, Ooh, okay. <laughs> wow. Ryan is next. So. Fingernail clipper. <laughs> yep, yep. Clipper. Update. Um, the only time I've seen you clip your nails was when we were on a Zoom call, and it didn't offend me that much because we were on Zoom. 
but it was still like hard to look okay. at. Since the complaint. Hey, yes. Yeah, okay. So yeah. progress. We're getting progress everywhere. Yeah. Yep. I right. stashed that away. I, I heard you like, and we're okay. getting taken care of. So what's the newest complaint? Hit me with one. The newest complaint. We have to address We have your, your update, Miles. Yeah, your oh, update. I thought that was going to be included in the, no, I thought no, you no. had another complaint about no, me, no, so no. I thought we were going to rope it in uh, together. No. Um, so your complaint was you don't respond or like we talk to you and oh, you yeah. kind of go off in your own little world. Um, I've actually learned to live with that and I respect it. So what I, I'm changing something about myself when you're like, hey, remind me to go to Home Depot and then I remind you, but you don't acknowledge that I remind you. I kind of take a more like passive aggressively like approach to it, which is which <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but I put a note on your car that looked like a parking ticket. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I like that stuff. <laughs> that so, doesn't make me feel bad. Like that's like the extra stuff. That I wish more people in my life well, would do. Yep. So you're Creative. teaching me things from that. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so thank you. So literally, <laughs> I resisted change. You guys maybe need to take a note. <laughs> I just kept being myself, and Lakin changed. So yep. I, you guys are the you, you guys are the ones that are the suckers. In this just, scenario. It just doesn't surprise me, Tyler. Uh, okay. So what do you got uh, for us today? Lakin's okay. complaints. My, I did not roast Jake last time. I didn't have any complaints about him. The Midwest Giselle. Yeah. I think of him as like a little brother. Like he's much younger than me and like, I respect him and his lingo. Like I try to like learn him whatever with it, but a glass shattering moment happened yesterday. Oh, glass shattering. Yeah. Like one of Wait, those. <laughs> we actually had glass shattering or that's a figure of speech. No, no, figure okay, of speech. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. no one got hurt. Jesus, I can't, go, I can't go barefoot. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Anymore. <laughs> I, uh, I went over and I was talking to Tyler about something, and literally mid conversation, Jake comes up and he's like, "Yo, look at this TikTok." Sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, literally just. If staring. I was close my eyes, I would have thought Jake was on the mic. That's how much that sounded like Jake. <laughs> and it was so freaking rude because me and Tyler are like sitting there, look at this TikTok, and I like. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept talking. I was like, no, I'm still talking. But yeah, that's cool. And then you still kept going and you were like, it's so funny. It's and like uh, <laughs> the little kid who's like, mom, mom, and, mom. Yeah. And then the TikTok wasn't funny. No, we both did not understand that's what the double, hell was going on. Double yikes. So we would call that 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 TikTok was cap, right? It was cap. cap. It was no. no cap. No, that, is that cap correct? No. no cap is no good, cap. right? No correct. Yeah, cap means bad. So it was definitely a cap. So then thinking back to it, I was like, does he do this shit all the time? I was like, oh, he does this all the time. So you need to work on your your skills when it comes to that. Just interrupting. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a just, bad interrupter. You're a bad interrupter. Lakin, I think what you do, just raise your voice a level and keep talking over him. And then eventually he will stop because I've experienced that, this before. Uh, you know what I just noticed? Is that how I, that's, you know, you say it takes me forever <laughs> to respond. That's how I feel. What Lakin just complained about. That's how I feel about everyone that works here. You guys are just constantly interrupting what's going on in my brain. Oh, yeah. But we we can't see that. into your brain. I know. We, but you we should wish. Just we know. I don't. No, I don't wish that. You wish you could see into his brain. No. <laughs> Tyler's <laughs> shaking his times. head aggressively. It's a dark place up there. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We put right. we put Jake in the hot seat. What else you got? <laughs> okay. This one um, is outside of you guys. So I'm giving a little variety. <sighs> okay. Here. We can all relax. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like girls complain about this all the time, but it just never stops. So if you're listening to this and you do this, stop it. So guys who <laughs> stare at you at, when you're working out at the gym and not even like nonchalantly, just full on like 
Stop it. Uh, this is a this is an audio podcast. So what oh. she did was she just stood there and stared directly at the camera. <laughs> that was the audio visual. I hate it. It's the worst. Just be a little discreet about it or just don't do it at all. So what if the guy is smoking? What if Chris Lane yeah. is staring at you oh. at the gym? <laughs> I think it's a different story. Yeah, I would. Oh, God. <laughs> I think, I think oh back at her. wow. Okay. So it matters on who's staring at yeah. you. Yeah. It, yes. A hundred percent. But, but if Chris Lane was staring at me at the gym, I'd probably be like, oh, me? Huh? <laughs> and then I would like probably trip and do something stupid and fall. Yeah. Break your face on a piece of equipment Absolutely. or something. Absolutely. Like be doing a squat and like fall backwards. Yeah, there you go. So, okay. So we determined that it matters who you are that's staring. Mm-hmm. Um, like, are there some chicks out there, though, that maybe, like, they do stuff on purpose to get guys to stare at them at the gym? Do you know, is that a thing or not? I'm going to say it's Percentage-wise, percentage of Ooh. gals that do, do, it for, do stuff for attention versus not. Because I don't know. I, because I know when I'm 50, walking around 50. the gym. 50, yeah, 50-50. I, I know when I'm walking around the gym, you know, like if I'm going to get a drink of water out of the fountain, I'm going to make sure that like I'm flexing my like hamstring. Yeah. You, so, my, <laughs> so my butt looks good when I bend over. You pop that ass. And then like if I'm going to take a drink even out of a water bottle, I'm making sure I'm flexing the oh whole my time that my arm's going up. Like I'm doing stuff. That, I know chicks are staring at my ass during the workout that I'm doing. Grunting really yeah. hard. There are so many people that sing at the gym too. Like, well, are, you have I would to be just doing make everyone melt right? if I sang at the gym. So, yeah, um, yeah. Yikes. I mean, I'm a distinguished <laughs> songwriter. What do you, what do you guys <laughs> want from me? Um, so I get, I get it doing it for attention because I would do that. Um, you know, I'd wear maybe my tight yoga pants that I have. Mm. Uh, just to show off my curves yeah. is what I would do. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, I'd be down for that, sure. Yeah. But, like, I don't like that. I usually make, like, a face or something. Have you ever, uh, other than your husband, <laughs> have you ever stared at a guy at, in a gym? Like, you've been like, okay, that guy's either, like, so big and strong or what? Has it ever happened to you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Okay, so. so okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, wow. <laughs> Maybe it goes both ways, Lakin. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. But I feel like it's less creepy when girls do it. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true, 100%. Oh, don't you hate me for saying that. But <laughs> Yeah, and also depends, like, are you, like, standing in the corner? like? So uh, <laughs> What tip? exercise are you doing? Hey, tip, if, if you yeah. want to check out someone at the gym, you need to do it through at least, like, three mirrors. Yep. It's a great maneuver. Yep. So if the girl's behind you, you have to look into this mirror, which you can see then it reflects into that mirror and that mirror. So you're looking this way, but you're checking out the girl behind you. Yep, that's all Vi- I'm saying. Vice versa, guy behind you. That's uh, all I'm saying. That's Just a great be a little move. bit discreet. And if I am checking out someone at the gym, it's usually another girl because I'm admiring. I'm like, wow, you're doing great. Like, you look great. I want to look like you. Good job. All right. Uh a little uh, uh, female positivity there. I like it. Always, always. All right. What else you got? Um, okay. This one is so dumb, but it happens to me all the time, and I just get Chip. so mad. Okay. So there's really not much to do on the weekends anymore, um, except for like going grocery shopping. Yeah. So, okay. You go to the grocery store and you get your cart, which in the South, they call it a buggy. And I think that is so cute. I want to start doing that. <laughs> all right. We're calling them buggies now. <laughs> so you got your you. buggy. You do you, Lakin. <laughs> 
Perfect. So then I'm like halfway done grocery shopping and all of a sudden my cart, that one of the buggy. tires, my buggy, decides to take a shit on me and like the fucking, oh, sorry. The f- this is a swearing <laughs> podcast, Lake. We are in episode 96 of, the, of swearing. And- one of the wheels just stops working out of nowhere. Oh yeah, it's like at the little, yeah. it's doing the spaz yeah. thing. But Sometimes it'll hit it, a 360. Oh my gosh. It looks like, uh, well, so know what I do? So oftentimes on my buggy, uh, on my cart, it is a reason because of weight distribution within the cart. Yep. So I would intentionally put a heavy item where that wheel is. So then it is, has to go on the ground. Because a lot of times it's because it's like up off the ground a little bit and not touching the ground all the time. So put a heavy item there and then it forces it to be on the ground and it doesn't do the little spaz thing. You are so smart. I never would have thought of that. I, you're welcome, Lakin. This never- is why we do this. We're trying to improve people's lives here through complaining so wow my mind's like blown but it always happens at like the worst time and like the busiest aisle and like it just like makes a farting noise and you're like and then you have to like shift the cart over to the side have you ever farted at the grocery store like crop dusted anyone at the grocery store lakin oh yeah what is you're lying if you say you haven't what's your technique well i mean i feel like i have an easy out because like I'm a girl and I'm a little put together when I go shopping. So no one suspects it's me. So do you let it go? You, you crop dust it. And then I, if I were you, I would maybe do like a, Ugh. you look at them, maybe give them a hairy eyeball. Like Did you just fart <laughs> yeah. because they're not going to suspect you. Right. Right. Exactly. That's a good move. Yep. Um, people aren't talking enough about how much crop dusting happens at the grocery store. Here's the move. <laughs> okay, Tyler, oh, here yeah. we go. The king. So, you know, I hate bathrooms. Unless I'm comfortable with them. Grocery store bathroom, absolutely never going in one ever. So if you're going to crop dust, you have to do it at maximum speed. So you start the crop dust at the front of the aisle and you sprint through that thing. So it's evenly distributed across the entire aisle. So the smell is more faint and there's no way anyone will think it's you because you blew right through there. Uh, Here's another good move. If you're going to crop dust or let one go at at the thing. Make sure you're by the refrigerator aisle. And what you do is you let it go. You then what you do is you just open and close the door a you few wa- times. You waft it. And fan it and spread it out around you so it's not all concentrated in one area. You might look weird by going moving the open and closed a bunch really fast, but it's like you just look like an indecisive shopper. You can't decide if you want to go in there or not. And people don't know you're wafting your fart around the area. Brilliant. I would just migrate over to like uh, the least busy part of the grocery store and I wouldn't sprint through it because then it's distributed through the whole aisle. I would just sit in one spot and then it goes straight up in the air. Yeah, like go to the go to like the celery aisle yeah. or something like no one's hanging out in the celery aisle. Or you go to the celery cleaning aisle. products because it already smells like chemicals. Oh, or the dog so. food aisle yes. too. Yes. Now we're on to something. Take notes. Mask the smell. Yes. Or you go to the fart spray aisle Ooh. and you pretend like you're testing yes. it. Yes. You pretend like you're testing it. Brilliant. Full circle on Lakin's complaint on Tyler. Improving Boom. That lives through complaints. We just solved. Brilliant. Yeah, there we go. You're so smart. We Lakin, need to have Lakin, Lakin on the podcast. You got to quit doing that. that. Hey, we got to quit doing that. We need to have that. Lakin on the podcast no. more. <laughs> <laughs> She's a smart it. gal too. Uh, you got any more complaints? That I was have, a good session here. Yeah, Keep going. Really Let's go. I have one more complaint, and this one is actually about myself, so I can hold myself accountable. Oh, a little uh, self-improvement complaint yeah. here. 
So I have uh, become one of those people who just randomly makes small talk with strangers and you either love it or hate it. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so I, okay, I actually would like to formally apologize to Lakin because uh, in the bunker about two weeks ago, I was locked in on something and busy doing something and I had just got a new phone and out of nowhere, she's like, oh, like, how are you liking your new iPhone, whatever? And I was like, Lakin, I really don't <laughs> want to talk about this right now. And I like totally blew her off and I, I felt like, okay. so bad uh, later the fact, uh, but I really did need to lock in on something. So it's my formal apology Aww. for, but I feel like you were happier that I just said, I can't talk about this right now. Than if I would have been like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and not paying attention yeah, to you. Yeah, no. Wow, Miles, that. you're so smart and nice, and <laughs> everything about you is so great. Uh, so I, so through that story, though, I do know that you like the small talk I aspect. Do. Um, so what were you going to, what's the complaint then? Well, because I do it at really bad times, and I just need to read the room a little bit better. <laughs> Like, I, I think that story proved it right there. <laughs> yeah, really. So when I was at the same grocery store that my cart farted in, I was begging well, my- Well, you farted in, but <laughs> your buggy. <laughs> my buggy. Um, it, it was the grocery store where you have to bag your own groceries, which whatever, they're not paying me to do that. So it's whatever. So the lady across from me had a full, this was right before Thanksgiving, had a full cart full of groceries. She was obviously cooking Thanksgiving dinner. She yep. she kind of looked a little stressed out, but she's like begging all of her groceries. Was like, huh? Looks like you're making Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh. Why did you do that? Uh-huh. Because I'm like, oh, no, she's already stressed about cooking all this food. She had to buy all this food. And she's just like, yep. You got you to do stuff like, oh, looks like you got a big family. And then she's going to be like, no, it's just me and my husband. We just like to eat. Yeah. Yeah. And I just. I, also, checking out at the grocery store is the last place anyone wants small talk. I know yeah. that now. So that's a bananas move by you. What's I going know. on? We got to we gotta talk about I that. I need more friends or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, maybe do a few more Zoom calls with yeah. friends or something. <laughs> but it's actually gotten me in trouble before because when, you know, bars were normal and everything was fine, like I'd be sitting there drinking and small talk, whatever. And there'd be like a person next to me who happened to be a male and I'm not flirting with them. I'm just doing my casual small talk. And then the girlfriend comes and gives me the eye. I'm like, oh, shit, I did it again. So it's gotten me in trouble. Have you ever gotten in a fight because of that? Like no. a real cat fight? No, but I would win. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not getting into a cat fight with you. I didn't. I'm staying away from that, bro. <laughs> like, like Lakin, when she's and when she needs to, like the the fangs come out. All of a sudden, her fingernails grow a little longer, or, t or the fangs start growing yeah. a little bit longer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I usually just, you know, that happened to me a handful of times and I just compliment. I'm like, oh my God, I love your shirt. And then it's diffused, but yikes. Yeah. If you told me if, if I was a chick, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Hypothetical. Yeah. Take this ride with me, guys. If I was a chick and you were talking to my boyfriend and you were flirting, which I wasn't flirting. small talks, pretty flirty. Um, and then you complimented my shirt. I would make me want to put you in a headlock more. Oh, like no. this, this chick is clearly like just trying well, to. I'm glad that we're having this group therapy then. So yeah. I'll, I'll learn now. <laughs> um, well, I appreciate you coming on, sharing your complaints with us today. Thanks for having we, me. We not only complained, we solved a few old ones. Mm -hmm. We maybe solved a few new ones. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we solved some life problems. 
Lakin, next time you feel, uh, you know, you maybe got a, a few, a, a little BGs, a little bubble guts going on at the grocery store, <laughs> just head for the, uh, the, the, the fart spray aisle. <laughs> Pretend like you're testing different flavors. I call them flavors. <laughs> They're scents, I know. And uh, you'll be good to go. That was so smart. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you got to stop that. Yeah, we'll have you. We're, 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 you even got a formal apology here. We, yeah. Have you ever gotten one of them, Tyler? No. Let us know how it was, Lakin. Hello. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're going to wrap up this podcast. Uh, and uh, Lakin, thanks for coming on. Thank you. I'll be back. Well, we, yeah, there's always complaints. <laughs> All right. Nice job, Lakin. Okay, bye. Guys, thanks again for listening in to episode 96 of the You Bet Your Radio podcast. Uh, remember, tonight is the last night you can buy Black Friday merchandise. Make sure you go get some holiday shopping done at OUBetcha.com. Um, you know, get dad a meat package and get dad uh, a nice You Betcha shirt. It's all on the website, so go check it out. Um, also, we got we got three new podcasts on the docket. We got Raging Workaholics. We got uh, the Hot Dish podcast. We got the Double Bogey Show on top of You Betcha Radio. So you have to go check all those out wherever podcasts can be found. Miles, I'm Ron the T-Shirt Guy. And I am Miles, You Betcha Guy. May your ranch always be runny. Your bush lattes forever be cold. Here's to beer. Cheers, Cheers. Ryan, Ernest. Oh my God, that's